It's your girl Yasmin Renee, and you are here with Why Settle, the podcast that promotes, advocates for mental health in Black communities. Today, I have Dames with me. Hi, Dames. How are you? I'm great. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So, Good what do you have you. going? You too. I know Georgia Southern. We <laughs> out here. Southern. It's Real like GSU. my second Georgia Southern alumni. I'm okay. loving this. I have That's another right. one coming up, so I'm excited too. That's what's up. Gotta get the Eagles in the house. Gotta get the Eagles in the house. Sure. So, Dames, what have you been up to? Man, what haven't I been up to? Right. <laughs> um, so much. Um, just grinding. Just grinding. I hear trying you. to um trying to reach my full potential, you know, chase my dreams. And um, yeah, this music just, you know, been just been uh, you know, trying to stay focused on this music and, and this dream and um you know, trying to keep going through all the, the, the bullshit. Can we kiss? Yeah. Okay. You're good. <laughs> um, yeah, just trying to trying to stay focused and keep going. What, what, what about you? How you been? I'm just doing the podcast. Congrats uh, on the podcast. Thank you. It's thank dope. you. It, I'm glad you like the vibe and the, the essence, vibe. you know. Um, mom life. That's it. Mental Congrats health. Thank you. I'm very appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see you went to the BT. How was yeah, that? Yeah, uh, BT had this uh, this event. Uh, it was really dope. Um, you know, they were just celebrating, you know, being black and iconic, and uh, they were celebrating um, LGBT icons, uh, which was really dope because you know BT hasn't always been a platform that um, you know was very welcoming of that. So uh, it was dope. It was dope to be there just to feel you know like I was I was something. And it was like it's BT, you know. But yeah, it was dope. You are something. Thank you. Definitely, of course. <laughs> um, so, you. how did you get into music? Like, what was the influence in that? Um, so, when I was a kid, um, like really young, uh, I was the youngest of all boys, and um, you know, we all had our little things, our little niches, or whatnot um, as kids develop. And um, I, music was just always my thing, my passion. It was just always something that I just kind of was 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 driven towards, and. Um, as I got older um, and life happened, I didn't really have the resources. I don't really come from a musical family, but um, I eventually had to stop making the excuses. And when I was in college was when I uh, used one of my refund checks and uh, bought a bunch of studio equipment, mm-hmm. built my, my, my little studio. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the rest was history. I started putting out projects and um, it's been about 10 years now. Wow, yeah. definitely. And you use your refund check. You gotta use you gotta use the resources that you have. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, Sometimes right. you gotta sacrifice. You gotta sacrifice to get where you want to be. Absolutely. So, what would you say? Like, who influences your music? Man, I'm influenced by so many different artists, and also so many different like time periods and eras. Like, mm. um, so not just you know when I grew up, you know, obviously in the early 2000s, but um, you know, 90s. I'm a 90s baby. Um, very. I love the I love the 80s. Love the 70s. I love I love the 60s Motown music. Okay. Um, you know, the, the the era that we in now is inspiring. You know, I'm inspired by a lot of things, but um as far as artists go, I've always been um I've always been super inspired by Beyonce. Uh, yes, Usher, Virgo. Virgo. Okay. <laughs> My earth sign uh, sister. <laughs> right. Um who else? Usher, mm-hmm. um, Prince, MJ. Um those are like my my top uh, inspirations as as an artist, but I'm I'm inspired by by so much. Definitely. Yeah. And you mentioned the '80s. I'm an '80s lover yeah, too. The 80s was dope. Who who in the '80s was for you? '80s, you know, that's when I was like, I feel like '80s was like prime Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince was 
I feel like they they dominated the eighties. Like when I think of the eighties, that's that's what I think about. I think about Janet. Um, yes. I think about just a just a different time. I think about dance was super popular too back then. And um, yeah, the eighties was just dope. Just dope. Definitely. Shout out to the eighties. Shout out to the nineties. No, shout out to shout out to all of the generations. To be honest, <laughs> I actually sure. just heard a song today, and it was from the seventies, and I was like, somebody sampled that. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of people do go back in time into other music yep. and sample it. And yep. it just sounds like brand new. Yep. And like, it's so many songs that if you go back, you're like, mm-hmm. is that Biggie? Or is that, you yeah. know, like you don't know what the art, you don't know who the artist is. That's what makes music so dope. It's like, you know, you can always kind of pull stuff from the past or, you know, from the future. It's, it's always so dope when people can, um, especially artistically sample, you know, sometimes it can get a little lazy these days. Right. But um, what people do it the right way, and they, you know, it's it's not only is it dope musically, but it also, um, you know, it's 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 educational for the new generations to, you know, they want to go back and listen to the original records and see, oh, this was a sample, and this was, you know, because I know when I grew up and I would hear samples on records, I would always want to go back and hear the original, same, and see what exactly the producer did with the sample and how, you know, and so it's always super dope, definitely. When you're making your songs, how involved are you into it? Like, are you just, do you write and produce? Like, how in-depth do you go? Um, So I, I, I've i co-produced on a lot of my records. Um, I haven't fully gotten to where I'm just, like, making my own beats just yet. Maybe one day. Um, But everything else, I'm super, super involved in. I write all my records, Um, you know, vocally arrange them. I, I record them by myself, Um, I'm, you know, damn near a co-engineer because I have so many notes <laughs> with my my mixes before you know it comes to its final product but yeah I'm, I'm super super involved that's good and as far as because you know we're on a mental health podcast mm-hmm. so as far as mental health how has your ment- how has being an artist affected your mental health like positively and negatively it's a good question um i think positively i think i would say it's allowed me to express myself in a way that i feel like if i didn't have it i don't know where the where where it would be and right. like what state it would be in because mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a it's such a um such a tool for me to express myself and to get things off um which you need right when you're dealing with you know a lot of when you're battling a lot of mental health struggles um so I wonder like if I didn't have that you know what what would be my outlet or what would be or would I have one you know um I think negatively too. On the other side of it, you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to to be at a certain place or to, you know, whatever, whatever. And um, you know, when life happens, um, you know, it may you know affect affect your mental health in a way that's not positive. But I think it just goes back to you know, just protecting protecting that mental health. So when those times come, you you know how to handle it. So I feel like music is. Um, I try to use it as it's it's not it's not the only thing that I need, you know what I'm saying? I still want to eventually um get into therapy and eventually, you know, I still have to take care of myself in other other avenues, other aspects, but I do appreciate the fact that I have it. Definitely. Yeah. And as far as mental health, how does cuz you're human, you know? And I know you probably get like imposter syndrome sometimes too. Oh yeah. Where it's sure. like, "Oh, I don't I don't know if I know enough or I don't know if this will be good enough," like second guessing mm-hmm. yourself in a way. Absolutely. How does that affect your musical process like writing and do you like pour it into your music? Like how does that affect your process? It um it you know, it directly affects it. Sometimes I I'll have that writer's block where I've just, you know, but I've learned what I what I've learned about writer's block too over the years. You know, it's usually not 
that I can't do it, it's usually something that's in the way, right? Like if I'm trying to write a record that, and I just have writer's block, I can't write what I need to write. Um, it's something that's that's more pressing on my soul that I need to address. That that's kind of just in the way of what I'm trying to, what I what I want to write to, mm-hmm. or what I need to write to is 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 it's more pre- it's more you know what I mean. It's more pressing, and it's right there, and I need to find it, figure out what that is, get that out. And then I'll open the space and be able to have the capacity to write what I what I want to write at, the, at that time. So that's what I've kind of been learning about writer's block is just like not just completely give up on it, but you know try to find out what 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 your soul is calling you to mm. address that first. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it, it impacts it in, in different ways. I feel like um sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's crippling and it makes me like. I want to take a step back and sometimes I take too too you know too many steps back I take too much time away from it and then I'm like fucked up because I'm like damn I didn't been I, I ain't been recording I ain't been writing in however much long time and then that fucks with me like mm-hmm. you know so it's a it's a give and take but um I do realize that the more I dedicate time to it and the more I work at work on my craft and work on my purpose then uh, the better I feel overall definitely so it's about for you it's like about pinpointing that source of like, okay, so what's going on with me? Mm-hmm. Like that you identify, okay, this is going to affect my writing mm-hmm. in a way. So that's really important to yeah. go back to the source of things to figure out, okay, so yeah. what's happening? Like you look within yourself, like, okay, so what's going on with me mm-hmm. that's stopping me from doing this? Exactly. And that's super important with mental health is to find that mm-hmm. that source of what is making you feel not okay, not 100% right. yourself. Right. Super important. Trying to get to like health. the root of it. Right, exactly. You got to get to the root. Otherwise, you're just kind of like putting a band-aid over it and you know, you know what that is. Right. It's like it's not really addressing it or healing it. You just put a band-aid over it. Mm-hmm. And you know, eventually you're going to have to keep putting the band-aid over exactly. it. Exactly. You know, so one day you're just like, okay, I'm tired of putting band-aids over it. I want to fix it. So I don't have to put a band-aid over it no more. So, yeah. Definitely. And as far as you mentioned being the youngest child, how did that play effect in growing up? Oh, man. Because <laughs> um, I know being the baby sometimes, yeah. it's, it can be difficult. I'm the oldest, so I really? don't know how it is to be the baby. Yeah. But I know that like reading uh, within mental health, it does play a part in your mental health being the youngest child. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel like that has played a part with you? Um, feel like there was just a lot of expectations um being the youngest um especially in a house with our boys you know I didn't have any sisters growing up so I think that in itself you know there's so many expectations of what not only your parents but your older brothers want you to be or who they want you to be and um having to navigate um how to you know love yourself enough to to be who you want to be be who you are despite those things um I think that played a big role, just like inevitably growing up. Um, I think, you know, it wasn't like all bad though. Like, you know, I feel like I had, I still had that protection of being, being the youngest and having those older brothers and feeling like, you know, ain't nobody finna fuck with me because (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Right. So that was cool. Um, But then I lost that, you know, when my brother passed and when, um, you know, so life, you know, found I found a way to make to make me realize, well, you know, you can't really rely on certain things because, you know, so um, but now I I completely am who I am and I don't um 
try to suppress any any sides of me. You know, who I am is just who I am. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you love me, you love me. If you don't, you know, fuck you too. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned your brother. I was going to ask about losing your brother. How did that affect your music? Did you Were you into music during that time? Did it push you more wanting to be into it? How did that affect that? It was during the time where... Um, you know, life was happening. And I, I, like I said, I didn't really have the resources or the support family-wise. And so I just honestly didn't ever really, really honestly feel like it could could happen. Um, I just always wanted it to. And I was always writing. I was writing my poetry during the time in high school. I was, you know, writing songs even. Um, I just wasn't recording. And after, my, after I lost my brother, my senior year of high school, um, after it kind of marinated over like my freshman year, it was my sophomore year in college where I decided, you know, fuck it. Life is too short. I need to, you know, if I want this, I need to to, to, to get on it and go for it because I could die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then it would just be just it would just been an idea all this time. And it's like I'm so much more than an idea. And I'm, I'm you know, I know I've always known how talented I was and how gifted I was and what God blessed me with. And so it just took I think it took that happening for me to really push myself to say you got to go for it no matter what and however you're gonna make it happen make it happen but you got to go for it and so um I also wonder too like if that didn't happen um how or when or you know why you know if I would have eventually gotten to that that place of, of of you know just going for my music as well um but yeah it happened the way it happened mm-hmm. definitely and if your brother was able to listen to like if you were able to just get him to listen to one song, what would that song be of yours? Oh, man, I have so many. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, oh, let's see. One song. Um, probably Red Corvette. Yeah, That's from, from my new album. It was a song that I wrote that was dedicated to him because mm-hmm. growing up, um, that was his dream car. Know, he was, his favorite color was red, and you know we obviously talk about our dream cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was his his. He wanted a red Corvette, so uh, yeah, that song is really really personal. It's really vulnerable, so I think that would be the one I would I would play for him. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I also listened to your song "Stay Afloat," mm-hmm. um, and in the song you reference like darkness, and you reference um, like being in the dark. What was what inspired that song to stay afloat? Just that darkness and being in the dark, um, that's exactly what inspired it. Because I was in such a dark place and I was in um, dealing with, you know, a lot of heartbreak and um, just feeling abandoned and feeling, um, you know, extremely traumatized and just lost and just super sad. And, um, you know, when you're in that that space, it's, it's hard to really see light and it's hard to see... Um, it's hard to see the other side, you know, because you're just in there and you, you get stuck and sometimes you bury yourself even further in there. Um, and that's what I was doing. And luckily, excuse me, at the time, I had my music and um, that was one of the songs that I, I call it like, you know, you know, kind of pushing through or getting through that threshold because it's like you have a lot of ideas and sometimes they don't really coming to fruition or they don't really see the other side or see the light of day. Um, 
but it's something about certain records that you know are either so powerful in your head or your heart or your soul that they 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 you know they 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 make it from idea to pen and paper to you know on wax to you know what I mean right. it's like these steps and um that was one of those records that I feel like really just needed my soul just needed to make mm-hmm. um it took oh, it took maybe like two years for me to like finish recording it um it was just yeah one of those it's just a really powerful song um super super personal to the heart um but I was just in a really dark space and I needed to get that out mm-hmm. and I knew people needed to hear it too so um yeah shout out to stay afloat definitely and when I heard it it's like I heard that pain yeah. like it's like yeah. it's in your voice mm-hmm. that like and it made it it made it more real mm-hmm. like oh wow this is like this is what he's going through like right. you could tell that right. it was like kind of personal to you because like I said you you could hear it in your voice and that's what I was like listening when I'm listening I'm like wow like you could actually hear like I felt like you were in darkness mm-hmm. I felt like you were going through mm-hmm. pain like listening mm-hmm. so I was like wow so I was like let me look at the lyrics see what's going on <laughs> so got a yeah. little bit more into it and I was okay now I see more of like where it was going with that and staying afloat. It is very hard when you're in a dark place to find that light. It is. Some people do get stuck in that darkness for a very long time. That's where that depression comes in because depression is only hopelessness. It's a feeling of hopelessness. Right. Feeling of nothing goes right for you. Right. During that time. Mm -hmm. So for you to be able to let that out and like let people know like I'm in darkness but I need to stay afloat. Mm -hmm. What keeps you afloat now? What's that motivation for you? Um... It's a good question. You know, I feel like when I was in that darkness, I needed or what I was longing for was just I don't know if it was this love or if it was, um, you know, because of course it's happiness. But what was that happiness going to going like derive from? You know, was it love that I was that I was longing for? Was it um, community? Was it, um, you know, what was it? Was it success? What what? was it a, a, a mixture of these things? Um, so now I feel like I've, um, I don't want to say I'm completely on the other side of it, but I damn, I, I, I definitely am on the other side of, of where I was. Um, and I'm so, so blessed to even be able to, to say that because that was a really dark time. Um, but you know, I feel like surrounding yourself with people that, um, that love you and that you don't have to question and that have your back and that, um, you know, that's really those. That's that's something that's really really important for me because of what I've been through and my traumas and you know, um, just it's just a part of who I am. It's something that I require these days. It's it's that safety and that feeling of protection of, of the people that I surround myself with. Because um, I'm just too damn old to be dealing with. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. <laughs> Anything I feel else? That. Um, so I think that that's super important for me, and it it it. It does so much. Just that in itself, you know, making sure the people around you um, never bring those those types of, of, of doubts or feelings in, in your in your brain. Because it, it really can fuck. For somebody like me, an earth sign like me, it can really fuck with you. I'm with you. I'm an earth sign, and, um, so I feel it. Yeah, it uh it caused a lot of um you know this Saturn return this these those 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 last years of your twenties, um it caused a lot of uh, friction and um you know a lot of a lot of a lot of mental uh health issues you know I, I would say but um you know working through that navigating that figuring out how to make sure I'm surrounding myself with the right people and making sure I'm staying focused and um you know making sure I'm I'm, I'm being disciplined within myself and then I'm challenging myself every day to to get up and, and accomplish my goals and to work hard and um 
you know, to, to also just live in the moment too. Um, I feel like when you so you're too focused and you're too hardworking, sometimes you forget to like live right. and just enjoy the day, enjoy the moment, enjoy the, the time, um, spend more time with people. Um, so I'm just trying to do all of that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's super important that you mentioned like community, the people that you have around you, mm-hmm. especially when you get older. I feel like in our early 20s, it was like, who's fun? I right, want to have fun. Right, like, right, who's right. that fun person? Exactly. Now it's like, okay, who brings me joy? Mm-hmm. Who can I be around whose energy isn't going to like throw me off? Right. You start to notice that being older, like, mm, I don't think we mesh too well. Right, so I'm going right. to keep you at this distance, mm-hmm. you know? It's very important because the energy that you have around you can sometimes bring you into those down moments and it's like why do i feel so like crushed when you're around me is is weird i don't like Mm -hmm. that so you stay over there exactly um but that (laughs) definitely plays a part in just figuring out like who you want to be around you Mm -hmm. um as far as your support system who would you say is like if you had some good news like who would you want to tell oh my gosh i had some good news um i'm calling my mama for sure period gotta call mama um (laughs) Some good news. I'm definitely calling Veronica. I'm calling Stan. I'm calling Matt. Um, <laughs> shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um, damn, I don't want to forget nobody. Right, right. <laughs> <Y'all>. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a don't few, be it's, mad if you forgot. Don't be you mad. Guys. If don't I be mad. Y'all. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I definitely have a, a great a great support system. Um, people that that I really really trust and um love and I know you know trust and love me and um you know. It's it. Uh, shout out to to Lo. Shout out to to Ty. Shout out to 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 Kima. Shout, I don't want to forget nobody. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Don't take it please. personal, guys. He still loves you. I still love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's 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 great having that feeling because for so long I felt like um, not that I didn't have those people, but I had people that I that I had to. To, to question and I'm like damn I love the shit out of you it's like why are you why are you, why are you being weird to me no, you know literally, what I'm saying weird. <laughs> but you know it's life and um, you know you can't control you know people grow apart they, Definitely. They, you know it happens so um, you know I don't have no 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 ill feelings or no bad blood or hard feelings for nobody you know I'm, right. I'm all about love and growth and evolution and you know it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't definitely and that's how you that's how you have to live live in that moment um, like you said, it's important to live in that moment because people do get lost in this, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Like, just live for today. Like, sometimes all we have is today. Oh, today. So let's just live for today yeah. and we'll think about all that later. Yeah. I think a lot of people, especially around these, like, the late 20s, like, I think even in the early 20s, trying to figure yourself out, you're just mm-hmm. super concerned with the future. Yeah. Like, yeah, how, how, sure. why, and when? Like, that's your questioning. But the most important thing is just living in the moment, being present for today. And you don't always have to be busy. I don't know where yeah, this, like, yeah. busy lifestyle. I got to always, <laughs> ooh, I'm going to take a nap she in talking, a minute, She's talking to me right now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to no, take a you're nap. Right. You're right. Um, you're right. You know, I love my naps. That's one thing about me. As, as, as hard as I work, as much as I like to stay busy, I'm going I'm to give me a nap. You got to. You got to get I'm your rest. Give me a nap in. They are really important. It is. Sometimes your body just needs that rest. And that's one thing I've been learning, too. I feel like, um, you know these late 20s that Saturn return that we've been going through it's like you gotta listen to your body you do as much as you may want to do something or as much as you may want this to happen you gotta listen to your you body do. because your body's gonna tell you what it needs to tell you it does and though it's up to you to listen if you're paying attention to your body your mm-hmm. body will tell you I think like the other weekend I never have been a runner in my life mm-hmm. and I woke up like I need to run 
Like my body was just like, I need to run. Right. I'm here for a run. Like <laughs> I don't know. It felt it good, good it? though. Yeah. But it was like, okay, okay, yeah. body, I hear you. And you like, have to be in tune with yourself. You do. And like this weekend, I've been having so much work to do, but I've been getting a lot of rest this weekend. That's and good. I, I, my body's been telling me to. Mm. And I feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. I feel like, okay, I'm ready to tackle the weekend. Yes. Because sometimes you just got like you said, you gotta gotta listen to your body. Your body's gonna tell you. It is. <laughs> it is very important. Listen to your body, guys. Please. It's going to say, sit your ass down. It is. Please sit down because <laughs> I can't sleep. right now. <laughs> and as far as your listeners and the people who support your music, what is something that you want them to know about you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I know I have a, you know, a certain, you know, presentation and a, 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 a you know, certain aesthetic. I get up told all the time. You always look so clean. You, you do. So nice. You do. You. But like since this is since like Georgia Southern days. Yeah, she went to college with me. Y'all. Yes, this is crazy. So you this always came new. through with the looks. <laughs> you ain't you. never. I never seen you not come through with the looks. <laughs> so you. that you got that one. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> But no, I I just want people to know, like you know, like I'm not perfect. I'm I'm nowhere near it. Um, you know, I just like to present myself a certain way. But there's so much more to me. Um, I think the true beauty and the true um attraction and the true all of that really really was what's inside and what's in the soul. And I think um you know because everything else on the the exterior all that's gonna fade. And you know what I mean one day. Um, but I feel like what's inside is what really matters. What's what really shines through. So I always try to make sure that like what's in here is 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 as beautiful and pure and and um that's why when shit happens you gotta really address it and make sure that it's not fucking up what's inside because you know that's what you're gonna gotta gotta live with forever so um yeah definitely i think that's super important that you said to like let it out Mm-hmm. You know, address certain things. I think a lot of people sometimes are like afraid to address their own feelings, especially when it comes to addressing it with other people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. once you have it off your chest, you feel yeah. a lot better. Confrontation and you isn't always isn't always easy. It's not. Uh, it can be not. uncomfortable, but I feel like um, sometimes it's necessary, especially for healthy relationships. You know, sometimes it's necessary, and sometimes you gotta just address it, and um, you know. Because a lot of times what happens is it's just it's just a simple misunderstanding and people they don't want to address it and they rather just you know and then mm-hmm. other side people grow apart and they never speak again and right. it just get weird. But um, I think if you truly love somebody and you truly love you know care about or value the, the relationship or whatever, then you'll 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 do what you got to do for it. Definitely, definitely. And speaking of love, do you have a special somebody? Are you looking? Is it complicated? <laughs> it um no, it's actually not complicated. Okay. I'm actually really super focused on my music right now. Yeah. But I'm open. Um I, I you know, I'm 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 dating. Okay. And um, you know, I'm open. I'm keeping my options open. And um yeah, you know. Um, I need to put you on the spot. No, you're good. You know, you're good. You know, may the best man win. Right. Y'all heard it, okay? Come with it. No, don't have step. You got to come with it if you're going to come with it, okay? She ain't lying about that one. Don't have step. And as far as um, some advice, what advice would you give to other artists about their mental health? I would say... Um, Pay attention to it. Um, don't avoid it. I think sometimes us as as black people, we um, I think we're taught to avoid it or to act like it's not important. You know, especially as a as a young black Southern country boy growing up in the <laughs> South. You know what I'm saying? That's that we hear that a lot. It's like you know your feelings don't really matter. You know, you def- damn sure shouldn't be crying. Um, you know, you all of that is is 
reinforced so much growing up that you feel like um, you just shouldn't address it or it's not important. And um, you life will, will show you it is. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, my advice would be pay attention to it. Don't listen to people telling you that it's not important or that your feelings aren't important or that they don't matter or that they aren't valid because they are. You feel that way for a reason. Um, so find out why you feel that way and what's making you feel that way. Um, what makes you feel good? You know, I think also um, paying attention to that too, the other side of it. Like, what makes me feel good? Right. What do I enjoy? What brings me joy? What brings me genuine happiness? And if I spend more time doing those things or being around those people, I'm naturally going to feel better more. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just like it kind of, it kind of, when you kind of break it down and simplify it a little bit, um, it kind of helps too. So my, my advice would just be to pay attention to the things that you enjoy and pay attention to the things that, 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 that fuck with your energy. Definitely. And, and yeah. And adjust accordingly. <laughs> Literally cut people off, stand on business, stand on business. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's super important. Uh, like you said, to not ignore it. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. I like get in there with yourself, like get very in tune with yourself and understand that what you're going through is super important even if it's not important to anybody else, it's super important to you. Sure. So get focused on that. Make sure, like, you know, you're taking care of yourself. And like he said, don't ignore that feelings. Like, you're feel, you feel that way for a reason. Um, and identify what it is. And sometimes it's just simply having a conversation within yourself. Like, hey, listen, I'm just not okay today. Yeah. Why I'm not yeah, okay? Yeah. Mm, this and this happened. It just threw me off. Like, if you have, if you have no one to talk to, Talk to yourself or write it down or do what you need to do within yourself. Um, so we're going to wrap up soon. Okay. But I've seen you in the Beyonce movie. Oh, yeah. So what you got going on for 2024 <laughs> now? Oh, my God. 2024 is going to be crazy. Um, I got a show in L.A. next weekend. And yes. then I'll be back the following weekend for Grammy weekend. Um, we... Man, got stay afloat. We're gonna put a video off of that soon. Okay. Um, I got um some more a lot of a lot of music coming out. We 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 expanding the sound. We we going to, to to new areas, new genres. Um, uh, Houston. We got a show in Houston, uh, March sixteenth. That's gonna be a big one. Um, opening for Latoya Luckett. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of new music. I'm super, super excited about it. A lot of okay. new visuals. Uh, the docu-series is still going. Uh, the merch. Make sure y'all type tap in on the, at the merch. All designed by me um, at shop.damesmusic.com. Period. Plug in. Um, the new album, Hell Now, Heaven Later, is out. Uh, 17 tracks. Um, very vulnerable. Very heartfelt. Um, very mental health focused. Make sure y'all go tap in there. Everywhere music is streaming is there. And uh, yeah, 2024 is just looking like a, a dope year. Period. And oh, and I'm turning 30. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you mentioned be earth sign. When's your birthday? My birthday is uh, April 27th. So I'm a Taurus. Okay, my mom's a Taurus. I love y'all. Yeah, I mean, we, so, we the best. We you the know, best. I'm a Virgo, so we both earth gang. Earth gang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I turned 30 this year. It's been lovely. Yeah, so it's been lovely. I, I pray that this great for you. Yes, it's been very lovely. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm getting old. That's yeah, how I was feeling but, too. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, you are, <laughs> you are, but it's okay. I gotta it embrace happens. it, right? It is. It's it's been like it's a great feeling. That's dope. It's something I really can't too much express, but it's been a great feeling. 
is so much. Wait. You come into yourself so much. And I just felt like 29 was like, oh, like you're still shaking. You're still like teeter-tottering. That's you know? kind of how I am. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> no, 30 is like, oh, you standing. Do oh, you I'm feel like you like shed it like some like layers Definitely. from your 20s? And Definitely. You just more like... I feel like I'm more confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. And I just, now I feel like before it was like, am I this? Can I be that? Now I'm like, no, I'm this. This is me. This is me. This yeah. is who I am. Oh. And it is what it is, I you know? That. It's up from here. Period. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I hope you have a great birthday. Thank you. And where can they find you on social media? Uh, find me everywhere at Dames, um, D-A-M-E-Z. Um, that's also where you can type in on all the DSPs for my music, YouTube, wherever you're at. Just go to Google, type in Dames. <laughs> and everything Google will pop me. up. Google, Google me, Period. babe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Why Settle. I'm super grateful to have Dames here. And be me. stay tuned for the next episode, of course. Thank you for coming. Bye, guys. One goal, one passion, why settle? One goal, one